Hi, I'm Kyle Quayle, and I'm a podcaster, a privileged white heterosexual male, a brother, a son, a friend, and a lover. And I'm Jamie Quayle, a therapist, sister to this privileged white heterosexual male, and I am also known as a loving friend, partner, daughter, and dog mom. And And this this is is Love Love on on the the Brain. out there smarter curious enough to listen to our podcast and welcome to the official season two opener of love on the brain the podcast where an unemployed comedian and an employed therapist discuss love relationships the stars and everything in between love on the brain is of course centered around the ice cream sundae of a ridiculous and entertaining show at the bachelor but this season we'll be centered around the bachelorette which debuted monday jamie the people missed us but now we're back how does it feel to be back in action after such a long hiatus i feel like we really needed the break feels nice to have a break. I'm excited about Katie's season, and I just feel all the wiser after Matt's season, our inaugural season. I keep saying season, and that's okay. It's a new season, <laughs> so it makes sense. And today's a very special premiere show because it's the first we are recording, not in our current home state of Colorado, but in our original home state of New Jersey. We are currently on vacation in good old Cape May, the diamond gem of New Jersey, located at the very southern tip of the state. Lots of traditions and memories in Cape May, huh, Jam? Definitely. We've been coming here since we were little, and it's been fun going to all the usual places. Yeah, last year was the first summer, and God knows how long that we didn't make it to Cape May area, yeah. and so the anticipation was through the roof, I'd say. But for me, I believe it exceeded expectations, and I can honestly oh, yeah. say... It could possibly have been one, if not the best, two-week stretches of my life, uh, this weekend pending, of course. We did it all. Our favorite ice cream place in the world, Duffer's, my favorite pizza place, mini golf, tons of food, partying, celebrating, millions of laughs, and seeing old friends and family, even a crazy night at the aptly named bar called Carney's. Uh, never a dull moment here in Cape May. That is true. And a lot of healing beach energy. Can't forget the ocean. We don't uh, have that in Colorado. No, so that's what we miss the most. Nice to have that ocean movement. Fun swimming. And of course, it's all going down while Mercury is in retrograde. Jamie, do you want to tell us a little bit about the basics of what seems to go on in life whilst Mercury is in retrograde? Yes. So Mercury in retrograde, it appears from Earth that Mercury is moving backwards. However, it's not. It's just the positioning happens. It happens about three times a year. And basically it's when the planet of Mercury, which is all about communication, uh, short travel, whether it's talking to people, sending messages, receiving messages, kind of starts to slow down and it brings you inward. And so if problems with technology is common, getting messages from people from the past is common. Yes, there's been some ex-boyfriends, some ex-girlfriend things between all of us. communication I, coming I, back. <laughs> I had my phone in the bike basket that we rented and it flipped phone out on a, on, a, on a little bump that I went over and directly landed right underneath my tires as it smashed over and now my phone screen is broken. Luckily, uh, I can still work through it until I can get back to Denver yeah. and replace it. And I also lost my phone for an entire day. So. It's definitely fully in there. Of course, in my Gemini season, my birthday is Saturday. So obviously this is a lot going on for me and I feel the energy very strongly. The tips for people to go through Mercury and retrograde is to really slow down, like double check your contracts. If you're signing anything or getting into any kind of agreements with anybody, double check, triple check, quadruple check those. Make sure you've read over everything. You understand everything clearly. It can be hard to really make decisions at this time. So avoid that as well. Any major life decisions. It's a time to kind of go inward, 
look at your life now, slow down, and then once it's over, you know, start back, back up with at that it. It's hard to do when you're on vacation. You know, there's so many traditions to do, so much things that get I done. also think it's a great time for vacation because you get out of your normal routine. There is more time for relaxation, introspection if you want I like it. like that. Um, kind of gets you out of the norm. Yeah, the last few days I've been able to do it. And hopefully I continue over this weekend. It's been a great couple of weeks and yeah. it was all kind of kicked off on Memorial Day with a very spectacular wedding with cousin Lori and now cousin-in-law James. And that's a bit connected to Cape May too, considering we grew up with Lori and all the cousins on my dad's side of the family, staying together for years in Cape May until our families were torn apart by death, drug addiction, and murder. <laughs> Just kidding. We are, we are all still relatively close and we love Lori and it was amazing seeing her marry James yes. in a beautiful venue and a beautiful day with lots of dancing and celebrating. And speaking of family, we have a surprise. Joining us on episode one of Love on the Brain season two are two very special guests, two super fans, if you will. They've joined us and they are very close to us, so close that we actually resided in one of their ball sacks for a long, long time. <laughs> Everybody, please give it up for our dad, John, and stepmom, Lynn. <laughs> John, you're one of our biggest fans. How does it feel to finally be on Love on the Brain here in beautiful Cape May, New Jersey? Well, it's an honor, and I'm looking forward to seeing how the magic happens. Okay, thanks, John. Yes, that's, you're going to see exactly how it happens. Uh, Lynn, you feel the same way? Absolutely. You're excited here Absolutely. to be here. First, first podcast, I'm guessing you guys are recording as well. That's uh, correct. Yes, yeah. it is correct. Have you ever seen one go down or anything like that? No, probably not. Uh, 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 Adriana, who lived oh, with right. us, um, had her own podcast for a little while. Um, I was on I one. Am my own okay. I was on kayak. one from uh, my friend Michael in Philadelphia. Oh, there you Ooh. go. So, Lynn, so Lynn's an established yes. professional already. <laughs> established. And, yes, and so uh, we're excited to get their opinions on all kinds of things regarding the Bachelor and the weddings. And uh, this is great. How does uh, how does it feel listening to your daughter and son like have a podcast on love together? Oh, it's it's really been uh, actually wonderful. I, I I do find it entertaining. I go on long drives in California, put you guys on. Just uh, it's it's almost like having you guys in the back seat listening to what's going on in, in, in your lives and your view on love. And I've never watched The, the Bachelor all last year, um, but I still was entertained by that part of it, too, and definitely got some laughs. Yeah, it must be interesting to have your daughter and son talking about this every week and listening. It's cool, as we don't live in the same state. It is a good way to catch up with us outside yeah. of the phone calls and all of that. Yeah, sometimes a little too open, and I, I definitely learned some you things learned that some I, things I didn't, didn't know, know about before. and didn't want to know about. <laughs> like what? But, uh, Is there any off yeah, the top just, of your head? Uh, everything. Uh, Childhood Maybe stories. the sex stuff. Uh, the, the sex stuff. The, uh, uh, the Con Street Park. The, the beautiful, uh, uh, wholesome <laughs> Con Street Park was used for other things. Um, like uh, like drugs and, and uh, uh, <laughs> wicked snowball fights First and a bunch of other fun things. Session. But, yeah, yeah. So sessions. Those and... things were a little uncomfortable, but uh, hey, we're all about transparency now in our family, so it was... It's, yes, it's, uh, our it, family has evolved to be open and less hiding, and I believe we've all gotten closer because of it. And I, I agree. I agree. Most families Absolutely. should be like that. It's very important. And we know, John, you love Cape May just about as much as anybody. Have you enjoyed your trip on this trip? Did it meet the expectations? Uh, it, it exceeded my expectations, which were really, really high, actually. Actually, we, you know, of course, we've had the fun, but just, I don't know, just just the relaxation and, and the energy of, of people being together, you know, after uh, 2020 and just being in the same house with, with lots of friends and family, too. Uh, it, uh, it's, it's been wonderful. Very, very relaxing and enjoyable. Uh, no, I really, it's been great. Awesome. And Lynn, how about you? You two were married on the beach of Cape May, near mm -hmm. where we chilled out on the beach Absolutely. for the day yesterday. You've been a part of the Cape May tradition for nearly a decade now, so it must uh, must have a special place in your heart by now. Oh, absolutely. I love going through all the places that we uh, we usually hit every single year and redoing them. And every time we do it, even though we've done it before, it never gets old. 
Um, seeing the beach where we were married and have, how the weather has changed it over yeah. the years is pretty interesting as well. Um, recreating where we stood at different times and taking pictures was very cool. Um, and I just love picking Cape May diamonds on the Point Beach. Oh, yeah. yeah. We always find that new things to do. That is my favorite. Uh, so Lynn, soothing. Lynn relaxes by picking different shells and diamonds near the uh, near the Cape May Beach, which is a really cool way to relax from the craziness. Is sometimes there can be a ton of people down here. It can get a little madness, but you can always, we're always cool with you going in your own way. And there's so much to do in Cape May. Every year we discover more and more things. Yeah. The thing we discovered this year was the farm. The, I know Beach Dad Plum has been Beach there before. Plum farm. Beach Plum Farm, where there's a bunch Beautiful. of pigs, one of my favorite animals. Chickens everywhere. Chickens just roaming the streets. You know, there's some cool... Beautiful uh, vegetables. A lot of cool things to buy nice. in their beautiful area because you get the farm and the beach so close together. Cape May is really, really special place. Just big. I was just thinking yeah. it was so big as I was riding my bike around by myself the other day as I had time to decompress. Bike riding in Cape May. Oh, great. bike riding in Cape May is awesome. Yeah, it's a very, and very June beach town. June was a great time to come because there's not as many people here. So yeah. when you ride your bike on the streets, it's a lot less treacherous. Yes, the last few years we've come in uh, July 4th and it can be a little, little crazy and just a lot going on and this it was nice the first time we've ever been here uh, post memorial day and it was quite relaxing more and, and just mad more madness in the house than than outside of it i would say so with all the wedding vibes i figured wait is, is tonight's uh, podcast sponsored by kate may <laughs> well, I, I figured it was a big a big part of, the, of our life kate right may. now and then love on the brain as you know as you listen to things that happen to us and we go through come up on each episode through the brain it's not just love and the bachelor but it's uh the experiences that we have uh, i say we have no limits jamie says we have some limits which is probably the better uh, <laughs> no I, I want a sponsor for this oh yes all right well let's reach out duffers, duffers if you want a sponsor yeah. we'll get into all My those carnies, things in a second actually carnies yeah, yeah. carnies there's got to be we'll somebody to do jingles there, for each one of them i know mm -hmm. they're all getting they all got crushed by covid and so they probably need a little uh amping up and, and they i know they advertise in like montreal i believe they might they advertise i've read in like a lot of canadian cities to bring so people from all over the place all, all the philly dickheads everybody around here <laughs> comes to cape may for a vacation and so i'd recommend it highly to anyone it doesn't really feel like new jersey and i guess for some people that can be a good thing so with all the wedding vibes i figured before we get into the bachelorette we discuss the ceremony that everyone knows and love uh, Lori and James had a great wedding with a cocktail era I've never seen before. Oh my gosh. Any kind of food you could try at a beautiful venue. How much fun was that, guys? What was your guys' favorite food at the cocktail hour? Oh, man. I was too I, many to choose from. Yeah, I'm a big fan of short ribs. Like, the short like, ribs are melt in your mouth. Yeah, melt in your mouth. Really good. It was so overwhelming walking yes. in. <laughs> it was very overwhelming in, in a good way. In a great way, yeah. I got a little spooked being uh, when we first walked in. There's loud music. There was food everywhere. There was uh, champagne on like a on a wall. A wall. <laughs> you take glasses of champagne, but and just people and food, and it was it was a bit much. It was cool to go into a corner and just like okay, let's 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 find our spot before we get released into the wild. Yeah, that and is, I felt uh, like we uh, what's the word for that? Regenerated or something in the, in the corner. We kind of acclimated. got our, acclimated, got yeah. our wits about us. Perfect, Jamie. And uh, then the dancing. They had a live band, which I always prefer over a pointless, egocentric DJ with a stupid DJ voice. Welcome, everybody, to Mr. and Mrs. Alan Garcia. <laughs> and all those useless skills that we don't need anymore. Oh, my anymore gosh. I prefer DJs oh, in a band. Such a band. If I could do half a half band, like band in the beginning, and then switch to DJ my own playlist at night, that's what I would prefer. Or, like, after. Okay, because you want to get like your the, own playlist I like in the there. originals of songs. Sometimes the band doesn't do it as I know it, and it's not as good, in my opinion. 
Not okay. as not as classic. Love that take. Good take. See, that's what I had at my first wedding. It was uh, it was a band and a DJ while we were you know while we were eating. Um, they, they put DJ music on, and we just kept dancing through that too. But I, I'm usually missed. I am more DJ. When I want my own songs or anything else. But this band, this band they, was they, oh, they amazing. crushed it. They were amazing. Uh, horn section, multiple lead um, singers, songs. male and female, which we always love. And when they sang the oh. uh, opera song, was yes. it an opera song? Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, Everyone well, stopped what floor. they were doing exactly. to watch. It didn't even feel like it was out of place to be at a wedding to hear an opera song. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> it you're was, right. It you're was right. beautiful. It fit right in. And uh, of course, the open bar is great. The incredible dinner in yeah. between. So but much food. The highlight for me was probably our grandma, or better known as yeah. Mima, hitting the dance floor. Uh, she was killing it. We know she doesn't like her age being revealed, so we won't say the exact number. But let's just say she's not exactly buying green bananas anymore, if you know what I'm saying. And she, <laughs> she, she was an animal on the dance floor, an absolute animal. She started at the beginning when she first walked in up being escorted up by one of the people that work there because she couldn't find her way up the stairs. But uh, yeah, once she got up there, she started dancing right away. Yeah, a couple of Blood and Marys in and she was willing to pretty much do whatever. She was, she was pointing at people and, and then <laughs> drawing them in with their finger to come dance with her. It was a side of my mom yeah. that I've never She's seen before. She's usually so shy and yes. just more reserved and personal and it seemed like she had one of the time of their oh, of her life yeah. which is what weddings are all about right weddings are there should be in, in my opinion in america there's not as much celebrating as there should be yeah. more tribal i want more tribal just like celebrating of living all the transitions like, there's so many transitions we look over yeah it just Transition like go into do, do it or something and, yeah and that's that's i don't like the way that we live life if you know it's it's problem because they can be so expensive and for times I was like, man, this wedding, it must be, I don't know, 70, 80 grand. That's too much. But then you think about it, it's like, no, that's what life's all about is celebrating love and family and, and happiness. And what better way to spend, what better thing to spend money on in a night they'll never forget. Yeah. And even though the dancing was great, I still think I'd say the dancing at your two's wedding in oh. Cape May at the Chauffant wow. Hotel trumped the dancing at Lori's wedding, so to speak. It's we had to be hard to beat. We had the floor bouncing. Yeah, the, the floor, floor was literally It shaking. was at this hotel called the Chauffant, <laughs> sponsor us in Cape May, and the floor was literally shaking like an earthquake. Uh, because it's so old. The building is from, what, the 1800s? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Oldest yeah. seaside resort in New Jersey. I yeah. really appreciated your wedding. I'm taking notes from it because you made it a weekend thing. So like there was events on the Friday, you got married right on the Saturday. And so you could still hang out with people in the morning or the day before. And then there was a nice brunch the next morning. So it didn't feel, because my one thing with weddings is you plan, plan, plan. It's one day, a couple hours, and then it's done. Absolutely. Right. I would prefer, like you guys did it this weekend several days you get to talk to everybody there's no pressure at the wedding to to see everybody you can really enjoy the day and yeah. the time it no, worked I, out great great call and then i always get worried about the bride or the groom not enjoying it enough because you have to see everybody and greet everybody and, and really dance and have a good time it's a very difficult thing yeah. to do but i thought you guys did a great job doing that and i thought Lori and james really did yeah. a great job doing that and just what a great great all-around time it was i've been at three weddings in the last five or so weeks. And I have to say, I, I do love a wedding. Obviously, those of you listening to this podcast regularly that know that I love love and I love celebrating. So it's only naturally uh, natural that I love weddings. When I was a kid, I was shy and got overstimulated. So I couldn't enjoy the food and I was far too shy to dance. But now they're right up my alley. So I wanted to ask all three of you, what's your favorite part of a wedding? Is it the ceremonies, the vows, which is so romantic and intimate? Is it the cocktail hour? Is it the dinner itself with the speeches or the dance floor, the after party or what? 
<laughs> my I'll go first. My favorite uh, part is the cocktail hour. I think it's just because there's some kind of like vibe that you know you have the rest of the night, and it's nice out. It's usually like the sun is going down. You're eating. You're starting to get a little buzz on. You're talking to people you haven't seen in a long time. So my favorite part is probably the cocktail hour. What about you guys? So anyone can go. I'll chime in with the cocktail hour too. Because it's just. It's kind of like the, the ceremony itself is, is always so formal. So it's it's like not as, you know, not as enjoyable, you know, for even the participants, much less the attendees. But then all of a sudden that's, you're, you're ready to celebrate. You know, every, there's a lot of love there. So, you know, you go off to the cocktail hour and then there's the anticipation of the actual reception. Yeah, yeah. So there's that, there's that whole buzz and people again are, are, are catching up and had the, the open bar has started. So maybe, maybe the cocktail hour, but I... Kyle, you know me well. I like to enjoy each and every piece. I, mean, right. I, I definitely enjoyed oh. like our ceremony and just soaked it in as my beautiful wife came walking down uh, on the sand at, at Cape May, and then the cocktail hour, seeing seeing people again, and, and them handing me a special drink, knowing that I was the groom. You know, and then of course, uh, you know, the <laughs> mostly we just did dancing. We didn't. Yeah, we, we had didn't a dinner. <laughs> I, I didn't barely remember the dinner, but the dancing that, that night was was amazing. Yeah, well, and same with 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 uh, Lori and James. That was that was like multiple hours of just like. Dancing with everybody that you, that you all the all the family you hardly ever see, which is just great. Yeah, I was um, at your guys' wedding. My favorite part was the dancing, just because it was so insane and just seemed to last for three or four hours. It was amazing, <laughs> and I was a little bit nervous leading up to it. I was happy for you guys, so happy, but I was a little bit nervous about giving a speech. Oh, and yeah. so I was a little just kind of had some nerves going. I think that, that happens a lot with, with uh, Best Man, I think, I, or, or Maid of Honor, because I see them, and it happened at my friend Jared's wedding, too. I could tell. Keith, his brother, was a little out of sorts in the beginning because it's hard to publicly speak, as we all know. But I also much less in front of loved ones. Yes, loved ones yeah. and people who On know you. Big know moment you of like your brother's life huge, or your huge moment. Best but, friend's um, life. I ended up loving giving the speech at your guys' wedding. Oh, I hoped so I didn't good. go over the it over the top funny. at it. It wasn't a speech; all. it was a roast. Of <laughs> it was a roast of my <laughs> friends, but targeting each one's insecurity yes. and, uh, and and gaining uh, quite a bit of laughter. And and as, as he brought up each person's name, each one of them would cringe. Like, okay, what? you gonna say about me but it, it was just it was it was all said with with uh, with love and enjoyment and then he got to us too with some touching thoughts so yeah and, and dad awesome. I, I mean you knew what you were signing up for when you knew i was gonna be yep. giving the speech yeah. so i don't think <laughs> yep. you were too surprised or anything uh it was, a lot, it was a lot of fun so lynn or jamie i want to know your guys favorite if you had to pick one your favorite part of a wedding because uh, it could be your wedding any wedding for me hands down it's got to be the dance because yeah. i think that i'm uh i don't want to say i'm an adrenaline junkie but i think when you're in that in that group and everybody's moving and dancing and the energy is high and you're you're feeling the adrenaline to me that's like celebrating yeah that's like that's like it connects all of us together we're yeah. all one at that time and i think that that's got to be my favorite part i love that opinion Lynn, because dancing to me is also a very tribal occasion oh, where you yeah. kind of like yeah. you're Absolutely. letting go of your consciousness and the music is all like what lynn said it all kind of takes you in so you're all moving as one organism in a, in a lot of ways so it's very tribal very the same beat yeah, to the like, same exact like a, beat. A, you know, a drumming circle and or something where it's you're all more on the same beat. Intimate, I think, too, than or like vulnerable is the word. I don't yeah. know because like even mm -hmm. dancing with our like aunts and uncles, who I don't think I've ever seen dance other than your wedding, or just wasn't aware. Not often seeing people like let loose that you don't normally see let loose is really. I don't know. It's just fun. No, whether it's at the bar or at a wedding, I just think dancing itself is, is a very tribal occurrence where you're giving yourself up and your consciousness up. So that's a great answer. Jamie, lastly, do you have a um, favorite part if you had to pick one gun to your face? <laughs> I also, I think, love the dancing part. It's the part for my own wedding that I'm looking forward to the most is the, the party, the reception. 
Um, but a small part, I love watching the bride come down. There's yeah, just there's something special. There's about something that. about maybe because that's something I'm gonna have to do at one point that I'm super nervous about. So I'm like watching other people go through it. Helps me feel a little bit more comfortable. But you know, everyone stands. It is like quite this moment. You watch the reactions. That's why you're all there. You know, to mm-hmm. see this mm-hmm. conjoining of people and just seeing the the choices they pick for music and dress, like that is something I, I do love. Yeah, great answers everyone. And like Dad said, we all love all the parts of the Yeah, party. it's Absolutely. hard not to like Even the after party didn't get any mention, but God knows what goes on there. It's always a great second celebration. All right, last question. Do you, I don't know if this is the last question, but have you guys <laughs> ever had anything dramatic or crazy weird happen to a wedding that you've been at? I go on Reddit sometimes and read the stories of all the crazy dramatic things or somebody, you know, throwing up or somebody like cheating, on getting caught cheating on the bride than the wedding night. Oh. It's been, it's probably, like, it's probably been really hard, but has there been anything in your lives that have been, that have happened like that? I think Lynn might have. Well, you also Uh-oh. don't have to share it if you, you don't, don't want to. No, 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 no. I think no, he's referring to uh, at my at our wedding, the the Chalfont being so old, it didn't have more than just air conditioning units in the windows, and the the dance area that that whole reception hall got so hot. Oh, it was yeah. hot. I was yeah. sweating. Yeah, and for I sure. was sweating so in bad in this dress. And at one point, one of my friends who had had a little bit too much to drink walked me over to the air conditioning unit, lifted up my dress, <laughs> and held it there so that I could get cooled off under the dress. Oh, that's amazing. Well, the dress ended up almost freezing oh. underneath because it was so cold Whoa. from the air conditioning. So when she put it down, it was like stiff. <laughs> my dress was really <laughs> stiff, and it was on. just, it was the funniest thing just to laugh at that. But that, yeah, that's what you were referring to, John? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Nothing crazy at a former wedding where there was like a, a crazy event. Our family isn't known for the dramatics, really. If they if there was something, they'd probably hold it. Keep in. it in. Yeah, I think that <laughs> just have stomach ideas. Which is probably the right idea at a wedding. You don't want to make it all yeah. about you in any way. Yeah. So if there's any time to keep it in, it's probably at a wedding. That's not yours. I think well, personally, I, I, the only story I have was when my grandmother got remarried, and I had had some jaw surgery done on my jaw to repair a, a large overbite on my, and it changed my physical appearances a lot. And I went to this wedding, I hadn't been in touch with my grandmother in like years and years and years, went to this wedding with my brother and his girlfriend. And it, ironically, I'd never met her and we were in almost identical dresses. Yep. And so I'm sitting in the church with my brother and his girlfriend and my whole family didn't know that it was me. Whoa. Until I said something to my grandmother and I, you know, her, her name was Mimi and I said, congratulations, Mimi, as we were walking out and she was a very large, boisterous woman and she just started screaming <laughs> and yelling, oh my God, it's Lynn, it's Lynn. And everybody t- like came running back into the church. Whoa. Oh, that's great. She had fallen, but it was, oh. <laughs> it was a very interesting experience. Yeah, that, sounds, that sounds awesome. <laughs> All right, so um, I guess uh, whoever's listening out there and is getting married, I'm pulling out a plea to please invite me. I don't care if I know you, if yeah. I don't know you. Oh, me don't, too. If we All don't right. get along, yeah. I don't care if you're my worst enemy. I will come to your wedding, we and I nice promise dresses now to be a good dress. Yeah. We'll so, make your yeah. wedding fun. We'll be the first ones on the dance floor. Party whatever. Crew. That's right. Send us the invite. I promise we'll be a good time. <laughs> All right, enough wedding and Kate May talk. Let's take our first break of season two, and when we come back, let's get into The Bachelorette. Do not go away.
Alrighty, welcome back. So last we left you, Matt James picked Rachel Kay, and after a split and some major controversy, it looks like they are actually back together. Yeah. And they seem happy, and I bet we and you are in unison, Jamie, and being happy for them and wishing them nothing but the best. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right? No, come on. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think if they can work out what they went through, then it'll make them even stronger. And there's some other Bachelor Nation pairings that we might not see the certain people on Paradise we thought we would. And oh, yeah? Yeah, so it should be interesting. Remember Piper? Yeah. Piper James. Oh, she's, she's with Brendan or something? Brendan, who's... Definitely Cutie. a catch from Tasha's season. Yeah. So they probably won't be on Paradise, but... Okay. Yeah, no, we'll see. If you don't watch The Bachelor Bachelorette, I don't blame you. Just try out Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. It's on in August, and it's totally a lot more lighthearted. Not just, as, it's so it's fun. It's so funny, and they just announced the new host is David Spade. David Spade, which I was so happy oh about. Oh my gosh, my and co-hosts Wells Adams and Sarah Highland. if you've Oh, ever really? Watched, I didn't know that. Um, I love Sarah Highland, too. What's that modern family? Yep. Her and her uh, Bachelor alum boyfriend, which is great. And yeah. yeah, that should be really great. I actually saw Rachel Kay and Matt at a Carolina Hurricanes game, which is pretty oh, cool. Yeah. And they, he like, um, one person, well, there's a certain like bell you kind of ring when it's all going. The crowd was going insane and he chugged a beer. They looked really happy. All right, great. And Rachel Kay in a hockey jersey. In oh, full yeah. I, I, I am a sucker for a girl in full makeup and a hockey jersey. I can't get well, it there enough. You I just go. had to add that. Girls in take note. Kyle is single still. Well, yes. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> if you want, I mean, and we all know my last season I was going through a breakup and I wasn't interesting in dating, but I'm getting back in the dating game. So maybe on the show I'll be a little vulnerable and talk about what it's like to be a 30 year old man back in the dating game that's yeah it's exciting. <laughs> okay but that's uh that's another not for now maybe in the maybe in the future so as we speculated the new bachelorette is the vibrator girl katie <laughs> and i think it was by far the best choice what do you say jamie yeah i think she's a little different than any other bachelorette we've had just little caitlin vibes but more mature much more mature more mature um I don't know, like not, she's gorgeous, so but not great. your typical, I don't know, like tall. No, you're right, absolutely. Like, like uh, look. It's a lot of time they'll go like pageant queen kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like with, she feels more approachable to yes, me and a little bit more, yeah. Real. Yeah. I, absolutely, I, I absolutely agree. I, again, on the first and episode. And quirky, a little quirky. nerdy. Yeah, like, nerd, I love yeah that. and like not afraid to be nerdy and, yep. and confident. And it was really surprising that if you went back to episode one of Matt's season, you, I would have never picked her to be again. What an, what an arc, as we've said many yeah. times about Katie. So, all right, as I'm happy to let Matt James and Rachel stroll off into the sunset, we're also happy to see someone else stroll off into the sunset. Willy Wonka has been set off in a hot air balloon, never to be seen again with a $50 million settlement. And just like that, the world's most pointless job had to be filled again. And it was filled by former great bachelorettes, the beautiful Tasha Adams and spunky Caitlin Bristow. How do you think it went for their first episode, Jamie? Sorry to interrupt, but for those of you who don't know who Willy Wonka is, if this is your first time listening, that would be the Chris Harrison. I didn't even want to say his name. I bet, you know, if you're somewhat involved in, like, pop culture at all, you've heard about all the Chris Harrison scandal, to some extent. Um, But I love, uh, I was glad to see him go, and I love that Caitlin and Taysha are now going to take on Katie's season. I think Taysha's supposed to be said to be... Going forward. Going forward in the run on. I can see it. She's a little um, more stoic than They were Caitlin. so cute watching. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But like watching behind the scenes and supporting. You could tell Katie really felt supported by them being mm-hmm. there because they were both bachelorettes before and were a little bit more funny. And, you know, the girl talk is so... I always thought about that. They've never had a woman 
supporting the lead, no, which is right. a huge deal Chris for Harrison probably the like Bachelorette. Hit or miss for a lot of them too. So I, I didn't miss Chris one bit. No, I no. love the choice by production. The last season had a serious and more formal yeah. tone, and with Tasha and Caitlin, like you said, we get a more goofy, upbeat, less serious vibe, and that's exactly what I wanted. I thought it was a, it, it went great. Yep. So on this episode, we meet the men, so we'll all give our first impressions of them and talk a little about the episode and get more into it next week. So we decided to watch the episode in Kate May as a family after most of our guests had left. And Dad and Lynn, I believe this is your first ever episode, you said it before, watched of the Bachelor franchise in any capacity. What did you think about it overall? Hard hard to put it all into into a a paragraph. You know, it, it wasn't as bad as I thought. It was, it was definitely a fun event to watch with others. We had our Aunt Nancy and her friend Nancy, Nancy Squared, um, with us too. So it was kind of fun, you know. And we're all like, of course, uh, uh, giving our opinions as things went on or our groans or our laughter. So that part of it, you know, was, was very fun. Right. Lynn, any first thoughts about the Bachelor franchise as a whole? The idea of a reality show to find love? I think I was I was a little surprised at how much fun it really was because <laughs> I, I I have been I've always stayed away from it because I thought it's just a hoax it's not real it's not but and some of that might be true but at the same time it's also it was fun seeing the creativity of these guys and you know how much I think she really does want to find yeah. somebody yeah she's that's genuine. the thing me and Jamie yeah. talk about and it, there's felt genuineness from her yeah it's highly produced we say it's highly produced yes. but the feelings are real like the yeah. feelings like these that people they are have. really putting themselves out there they're going through the motions it might start off of course there's gonna be men and women who go on the show for fame just for fame for yep. the look of it but when it starts to get down to the wire and you go on dates and you start feeling something for somebody else it is real yeah you know the expectations of the engagement at the end of eight weeks maybe not so smart ridiculous but um, like you said, you could send, you think it's going to be a joke, but it really, there's real people behind it, you know? Yeah. And Katie, absolutely yeah. beautiful girls. We said fun, just my type. I'm excited to go on this journey with her with a lot of fun ways. She comes out in a beautiful red dress and Jamie, you want to get into what you want from Katie, what you see from Katie, uh, and the first impression of her being in the lead as opposed to being a contestant. Yeah, the things that stuck out to me, of course, being a child and family therapist are that she mentioned her parents divorced when she was a baby. That'll do So it. she's never had a true model of like a healthy, committed relationship, which I always think is so interesting then to put yourself on television and watch your relationship patterns, which I don't know if the leads ever think of it in that way. No, I don't think uh, Probably that not, but... And she also mentioned that stuck out to me was she's never found a true partner or felt she could fully be herself in a relationship. And so I'm almost looking at when she's on these dates, look, going back to that and saying, is she acting like herself? Does she feel like she can be truly herself? Really open up. Is that something she's saying about the certain guy she's with? And she even mentioned, I think, during it she's looking for somebody like her but maybe opposites attract maybe she's looking for somebody more reserved i'm just so curious to see who can help her feel like she can be truly herself and like they're as much in the relationship as she is which is the hard thing about this type of show absolutely and uh, jamie and i obviously watched the entire last season so you guys lynn and john are coming in kind of cold turkey on katie i know you probably heard us talk about her on the podcast i wanted to know your first impression of katie the bachelorette did you have any yeah, I, I definitely. She, she she has to take on uh, maybe more of a leadership role in, yeah. in the series because uh, uh, Willy Wonka is gone. Um, but she she pulled it off. I was interested in what she had to say. I, I think we saw different sides of her, um, her her fun side, her uh, sexual side, 
her her uh, nervous, you know, real side. And I, I actually jotted down something about um, when she, uh, I guess, spoke to them all as a group, how confident she was, but also how transparent she was and how caring she was about them and their feelings and that they should just be real with, you know, it was... It was, it was kind of compelling. I can see why they chose her as, as yeah. the yeah. Bachelorette. She's got a lot a of personality. And again, very, again, real. so comes attractive. Off, it comes across real. real. I, don't trust, I don't trust these TV shows, but right. but it, she definitely comes across as real. Yeah, Lynn, first impressions of Katie, any? Yeah, I thought she was a very, she seemed very confident, but she also was willing to show some of the emotions that she was feeling. At times you could see yeah. her extreme nervousness, her, mm-hmm. her anticipation, her... Um, the 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 sadness she felt when she had to give that last rose, and knowing that they you know they, she was going to be sending some of them home, and the feelings that she was feeling, you could see she was very transparent with that, but yet had the confidence to be able to pull it off without you know falling apart. Yeah, I am. I too am interested in seeing how she's going to get how she's going to her journey through the yeah. season. And and I and I'm hoping that some of it is going to help her work on some of the things that maybe she's got going on. Tell you, you know, Lynn, but... they I really do feel like the leads get the most out of it's like it is like a, a therapeutic experience in how am I in relationship and like it's a crash course. You have to date so many people. What do I need to work on? Be conscious of what you're what you want. Matt James did a great job of like putting that all out there and having his own like personal journey. Wonder and if she seems it. like some I I would say I wonder no. too. I, would I don't say know. No, but do they have a support person there for these people? Yes. Like a therapist they kind do. of thing? They have um from what I know, they have a therapist for all the contestants and then I think they have a separate one and the producers kind of act as that's listening, okay. which is a problem. <laughs> yes. Listening boards for the leads. Oof. I think the lead has somebody extra. And the only thing I know is the therapists do check in once with contestants after they've been sent home they check in with them like a week after they've been sent home but nothing beyond i'm so skeptical of the producers I, it's, it's hard for me to trust them. probably a, a therapy of like it's just like to cover their ass as a, a franchise you know abc to say yeah we give support you know but you're right if they go into it with the right mentality they can learn a lot about themselves and it's so hard again putting your whole thing i can't even look at myself on camera let alone look at myself in relationship and in and intimate moments yeah. and for real it'd be very difficult so. i actually um teared up at one point when when she when Tasha and chris uh caitlin came up to her and she saw them and started crying oh, yeah. very beginning. because she just felt so happy that they were there to support her i felt the emotion of that it's like a it is a big deal to put mm-hmm. yourself out there and she's standing out there and to see these people who you feel comfortable with or she feels comfortable with to like show that Really good. I was like, all right. Yeah, it gives her more confidence to probably be herself. That yes. She knows that, oh my you know, gosh. There was only producers and only and like people Chris there. Chris Harrison, yeah. Only Chris Harrison. Ugh. Instead, they got these these two women who really seem to genuinely be good people and care about her. I think that is a good even job because it'll let Katie open up even more, maybe, and just be more comfortable in herself on that. Especially that first night, which is so hard when you, you're yeah. meeting everyone for the first time and you got to be oh. so freaking nervous. And a long so night too, scared. when you think about it, with all, everything. Oh, that it takes forever. That long night. <laughs> A very long night. Yes, way too many men. Just too oh, many. many. I was going over all them, and that's what we're going to do right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's skip all the cliche bullshit that they go with in the beginning and blah, blah, blah. On this journey. And let's get right into the men, shall we? I think there was a lot of hotties for Katie at first glance. Again, hard to know guys uh, when you first meet them. So 
first impressions. We all know it's a lot of times we watch these shows and we think someone's going to end up like this, but it's completely opposite. It's, it's like right. that in life, too. I'm you not the know. best at first impressions when I'm trying to get better. And uh, That's I, something that Caitlin and Tasha said when they were giving her advice. They said, don't rule anyone out. And something Tasha said was, you know, the person she picked at the end, I she's like, he wasn't even on my radar. Yeah. And now they're still in love and dating. It, it takes so. what I say is my thing is you need seven years of knowing someone to get to know them. <laughs> it's an arbitrary number I placed on it. But it's hard to know anybody with uh, everybody so complex as we talk about all the time. So let's start with our first impression, Rose Receiver. Okay. Greg. From Edison, New Jersey, the town over. That's where we were born. We were literally born in Edison. Uh, All right, thoughts on Greg. So my first thought was they played, it's again, it's a production. They played some weird kind of music around it, which made me think. And he's got those kind of eyes that sink into his head a little bit. And I was like, I don't know. He just looks like one of those cult leaders I know from Edison. He has like a reserved energy it was like i think all of us were kind of looking at each other like it's genuine yeah it seemed but everything it seems awesome the, i think they're big gonna family. give him a certain edit yeah we'll see big, the big way, family yeah. there's he's definitely gonna have a big season what what were you guys first thoughts on greg from new jersey i'll be honest i, I jotted down that he seemed kind of boring in his introduction i'm like okay but you know very family oriented but I, I don't know if he just spoke monotone a little monotonous you know yep. talk about his family um could be nerves and and he, he definitely, obviously, he, he connected uh, with Katie, and I was really surprised at that. Actually, because he just seemed so uh, so low. But actually, he grew on me. The more the more they showed him, I agreed. Thought he was kind of cute. Yeah, he's very <laughs> he's definitely. I my thought type he was. Of him. Yeah, he's cute. He's yeah. I'm glad nice you said hair. that he grew on you because yeah. that's how I. That's what I was going to say. He, you know, in the beginning, yeah. I I wasn't impressed with his introduction, but yeah. as the show went on. Did I think he was going to be the one to get the first impression, Rose? No. That was but shock. that was a surprise to me. But yeah. he did grow on me more than he did in his introduction. Something oh, and, oh, by the way, she also jumped in for the kiss of him, too. Like She, she went true. after him. Well, actually, I was going to bring this up. I think he asked, can I kiss you? Oh, we love consent. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you guys feel about that? Because I've actually had women say to me, why would you ask? I've heard that from women as well. And they I'm think like, that's like... No, no game it's a or like annoying a yeah. turn off and like, I'm like of course no it's, no it's like it could be 2021 we love consent nowadays you have to I think it ask. gives you permission to say yes this can happen to me otherwise yep. it's a, there's know. no boundaries I yeah. agree Max I, asked me before our first kiss and, and it was a good move I loved it yeah and it's a, and that's what I do usually now it's just a way you unless you're 100% too. sure Oh, yeah, so John, John's like, I hope so. John said, can I, I stick so. my tongue down your throat, my dear? Yeah. No, he didn't go that far. But that, you know, he did ask me if he could kiss me. Yeah. And that's, I, I, I think that's the right move to do it. He seemed to be the only one that did that. That yeah. doesn't happen often in The Bachelor. No. I mean, there's been some We don't even have to talk about I don't, certain people. I don't do it every time. But I but um, it's I can usually tell if it's 110%, like there's no doubt in my mind, then maybe I might kiss you. But if there's any kind of room for unawareness then I will 1000% ask yep. alright then let's go to John do you guys remember John he was the bartender, bartender. that looked like the robot from iRobot I um, I'm having a hard time pulling <laughs> oh yeah he had really yeah. tight really like, tight face, face. and she, after he walked away she was like oh that's my type and I was kind of shocked yeah, I was surprised too he yeah, had a I line was... about oh, dreaming oh, yeah, like yeah, I've been yeah. dreaming and I still feel like I'm dreaming yeah it was uh, very uh, his reading was... wasn't good but that when she when he walked away and then she said, "Yeah, I think he's my type." I'm like, "What?" Yeah. Which that's right, exactly like, no, her. he's going to stick her. around for a, a decent amount of time. She seems to like generally everyone, which makes it hard <laughs> for us to to choose. Something and, I notice yeah. is 
on night one, you think like you can make that first impression of how people look, but it's not until they're in more casual clothes, hanging insane. around the house that you really get a better sense. Yeah, I was like, going to say, first impressions in general are really hard. Bullshit. But this is <laughs> so, they've been thinking about it for months. What yes. am I going to say? What uh, am I going to wear? How am I going to do this? Yeah, it's it's not, so manufactured. It's it's so even when we're doing right now is going to come off as superficial because it is superficial. No matter what, we're going to see someone. It's going to be you're going to judge them based off their looks because we didn't get to know them yet. Right. Yeah. All right. So next we had Christian, the only Boston guy on oh, the show. Yeah. He seemed like uh, Boston guys to me always seem out of place in the bench. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what am I doing here? We're going to we going to fucking not, you know, come on. No, not that hard. But, <laughs> but it's, it's no, it's, he seemed a little out of it. He yeah. seemed out of place because all the other guys are like Southern Cal, like you know, what do they? I don't think Boston guys like California boys, little sensey boys. I always boys. get like a sense from Boston men that like when they have a suit on, it's just like I don't know. Like he, I don't know what he did. I don't remember right. his job, but it doesn't seem. They always seem like blue collar, right. you know. No matter yeah. what, they could be like, like a software thing? engineer, like have wearing? like these bigger jobs, but they always have this blue collar sense but to them. You, and I love his accent. Yeah, I love his and accent he's too. Cute. You could see it, and they usually have, and that's why Boston men are do pretty well in life. But they have this reserved sensitivity and he seemed yep. to have a little bit he said a couple things during the rose ceremony that was like a little vulnerable he was nervous so you, i think picked. a lot of women like the strong man who and that eventually he gives you the vulnerable side as opposed to just right out and vulnerable i think know, that's gonna be why katie sends him home i don't think he's gonna be i think i'll get it to a certain her. point i don't think yeah he's well she's a northwestern kind of girl so you might be right it might just be too different but he's cute too because i thought he was attractive oh, he's so cute. nice hair I get more jealous of, of nice hair than any other any other body part probably, and then uh, the man who came inside the present who that was pretty funny. He did, man. Yeah, they box actually man. they interviewed him at one time when he was in the box, and I thought that was a funny choice by production. He seemed like he was in there the whole time. I, I doubt he was, and his hair still came out that good. I'd be surprised. But James from New York was the next guy. Any thoughts on James? I know there was some conversation between all of us. During the show. About the box guy, James. Yeah, well, he, he definitely yeah, Lynn, was attractive. Lynn, Lynn didn't like him uh, from the Getty. I think he's just cocky. Yeah, cocky. I think there's cocky. a... There, and, and that could be confidence, you know, like that... Or nerves, you know, or like nerves, I want to... So alpha male kind of thing. And his face, first, too, yeah. just gives off of... That's what we're saying about the, the superficial of the hair. The hair was, hair was yeah, slick back. Everything was too perfect. But he, he was attractive. He, he looked like Bradley Cooper a little bit, but it's, you're right. It's not the kind of attractive that I think that uh, yeah, Katie would go for. Well, that's what she said. He's so hot. Like, she was attracted to him. Well, so. there's girls that I can say are, oh, that girl's hot, but, you know, it's like yeah. for my friend, you know, for someone else, for a, a movie that I wouldn't necessarily be attracted to, right? But she terms herself, Katie gives herself credit for being that ballsy kind of yeah. personality, and I can't see, you know, they say opposites attract, and when you look at the energy that he came out of that box with, I kind of feel like he's on that ballsy kind of yeah, it could be an opposite. Personality I'm, as well. I'm looking forward to I'm get to know him a little bit more. A little like bit better. So. I love the I love the box idea, but not the person who came out of it. Like, <laughs> I felt like I feel like it's hey, it's a surprise. You should be like a little. I don't know, a little more. It was anticlimactic. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, when he came out. Yeah, because, he, because now he's too, too perfect. Where you know you're, you're supposed to be creative. That's not that's not what I expect to come out of that box. All right, I had a. There was like I loved. I got to add to the uh, seven quote. Somebody yelled, "What's in the box?" Yeah. And I very much appreciate that. I wish I knew who it was. We had Josh, twenty five from Miami. Got to be completely honest. Didn't truly remember who this was. Do you guys remember a Josh of twenty five from um, Miami? He came out no. mentioning something about percents. 
Oh, yes, that oh, was that guy. Oh, he yeah. 20% I this and 20% that. I really that. don't remember what, <laughs> I don't know what he, looks he like. looked like. I, got, I had to go back and check. But. He was no. good with math, apparently. <laughs> okay. He was an accountant or something? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Go that on. wasn't the guy with the thin head, right? No, that guy was, like, really sexual. <laughs> <laughs> he had a thin head. Josh. I don't know. I pull up Josh, but I really forget who it was. I didn't write anything special. Got him. Is that the boy with the thin head? All right, I guess it's better than a thick head, probably. But he's probably. sexual, so. Yeah. All right, well, <laughs> next we'll go over the first kiss recipient yeah. from Baltimore. We'll call him Eyebrow Justin for now. I oh, thought he was very attractive. Yes. I thought uh, Katie obviously wanted to kiss him. Again, no consent. Who knows what that is, but that's all about. But Is he the painter? Yes. He was the artist. Yes, drawing and painting. He was beautiful. beautiful. Very yeah. good painting. The rose beautiful. looked really, How old really is nice. Katie? Katie's 30, right? Because there's a lot of, like, 26-year-olds. That might be, yeah. What, how do you feel about that? Do you think she could date well, younger? Well, that was my one thing with Greg, who's also 26. And I was like, that. I think that's the one thing. He seems too young for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I don't think she would do well with a younger man. Okay, well. He's 27. Greg. Yeah, any last thoughts on uh, Eyebrow he, Justin? He, he did the old uh, pent-up stroke, you know, oh, yeah. sexual. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Creative, yet she a was, little over the top. Yeah, over the, Way top. over the top. Yep. All right. Well, John would have not my style. Yeah, John would have said goodbye on night one, probably. Yeah, he's out. Uh, another Mi- Miami native, the motivational speaker Carl, the man with the eyes a little too far <laughs> apart. But it's good to be able to see yeah. all around you in these in the beginning of these shows for sure. He was interesting because I liked him. I thought he was cute, but throughout they showed him a lot being seeming jealous and like mm. giving the other men advice like you got to go talk You're to right. her he got a lot of and then time. he was like if this guy in the box gets first impression or the cat guy gets the first impression rose i'm gonna be so pissed yeah and he kept i think he's a little insecure or he really wanted screen time that's Ooh. always i think when they say a lot of things like that male manufactured you come in and i i can't blame him. i would be that guy too i'd come in and say all the things that i know get. i think hot. yeah okay. he's gonna he, he's he grew sensitive. on me as the as the as yeah. the show went on my first instinct was i don't know about this guy but he did grow on me that's what i wrote down, i remember yeah he grew on me as well yeah then we had landon the long-haired basketball coach from dallas texas i really didn't get to know much Pink about jacket. him he was younger i think he was 25 or 26 like surfer we said and like... he had some nice hair yeah yes. surfer kind of like well, I had him as one of the, the speed hug guys. It seemed speed like they hug. went through, like, there was, like, six of them where all, all of a sudden, boom, from Salinas, from Mission Viejo, from Reno, and then, you know, it just all of a sudden moved through those guys quickly. How would, how would you do as the lead of The Bachelor Dad? Did you, did you put yourself in those shoes the other night? Was there I, You know, I found myself, <laughs> like... That's all we all did. Yeah, being, being uh, uh, the empath- empathetic uh, guy that I am, putting myself in Katie's shoes and saying, okay, well, which guy made a good impression on me? But meanwhile, I'm not Katie. I don't even know her yet, so I I, yeah. I can't make a good judgment on what she's you know what she's going to do, no. and, and especially if she hasn't ever had a healthy relationship before, you know that's uh, that's a wild card. So that is how she's going to react. But I, I I kept putting myself in her shoes, which was funny since it's, it's all men, and I happen to be a guy. I, I think Dad would be a great bachelor. I now think that so I'm, too. I haven't thought about it until right now, but I really think hey. he'd get a nice. <laughs> No, those, those days are far gone. Those I'm talking days about are gone. when he was before he even met my mom. I would say like a 26, 27. We've seen pictures you, of you, very attractive, very like conventionally attractive as well. Yeah, yeah. And you seem to just be really Good nice host, to women. I think host. like all of America would love John as the bachelor. <laughs> I, I think. Love, well, they're doing a bachelor bachelorette for um, the older generation. So. <laughs> but he's uh, alas, he is taken he's by our stepmom. Well, now I, I I did go through my own little bachelor after your mom passed away, and I put myself out there, started. You're meeting women. How was that as a dating? It as was a man. bizarre. Um, and I mean, I can't imagine having to 
you know, have meet 30 in one night and everybody's making first impressions. So I just went on a couple of dates and then I just, I found, I found my, uh, uh, like incredible Your second final wife. rose. Yeah. 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 Oh, it, it, and it was quick. It was, it was quick, but I just knew it was her. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, that was, that was overwhelming just for me. But I can't imagine again, 30 in one night and having to oh, choose and, yeah. and make those choices. Yeah. And then, you know, as as the season goes on, I guess she's going to develop relationships with multiple. And send people home. I, yeah. I could so, not date more than one. It just it was yep. not possible. That's a good either. point. As it went on, I could see you having having a, yeah. a problem. But I, I now I'm find myself being really interested in seeing that season of my dad <laughs> on The Bachelor. <laughs> All right, and now we have Andrew S comes in with a fake accent, the fake accent, the football player, oh, yeah. professionally mm-hmm. in Austria, which I actually didn't even know had professional football. <laughs> but he's very attractive, I thought, and it was I love the the fake token. It comes in. Like this and it doesn't matter and you know he's got my heart like that i think he was definitely smitten with katie too when they first talked inside and she was going one for one with him on her accent and confident about it he was almost like you could tell like oh my gosh she's gonna give it right back like this is amazing um and i liked how when he like let go of the accent was like actually i'm from chicago she like slapped him and it just (laughs) felt like a cute way and i also sense like a little bit of um a little bit of a player. Like a yeah, little, a little like fuck boy. We're, we're putting on a front, like acting cool. And I think Katie's going to want to see through that. I think, yeah. you know, the fake accent and the games and the picking up is going to be fun for the little bit. But I think I want I want to see too, like just more of the real him. Again, disclaimer, this is we're going off of all we know so far. It's impossible to make yeah. a true judgment. We just have to say that over and over. <laughs> yeah, right. Then we had, I think this is the craziest one that was eliminated. I thought he had a chance early on. And my favorite outfit was Marcus, the red blazer and the pants that were too short, as the John said, from uh, Portland, Oregon. I, I thought didn't know he went home. He wasn't super attractive, but I thought he had a nice vibe and I didn't think he would get eliminated night one. That was my one surprise elimination out of all of them. Yeah. And I mean, all I wrote down about him, him was maroon suit. The maroon, I thought it was my favorite outfit. <laughs> it was a suit. really cool suit, I thought, uh, the maroon suit. So, Marcus, hope uh, hope you find peace in life. You have anything there, Dad? No. Uh, just he had a scraggly beard. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Andrew M., the Colin Hanks lookalike from Newport Beach. Oh, yeah. Again, didn't get too much info at all on him. I just thought he looked Attorney. like Colin Hanks, and I, he got a rose. So, he'll, we'll see him again next week. Yep. And there's just there wasn't much. Again, no, Newport Beach, I want to say, every time somebody come out, John would be like, California, because everybody yeah, seemed to be from, from California. California. There's usually a lot. Obviously, it's the most populous state, but it seemed to be Southern extra California. This, yeah, Southern California. There, there seemed to be an extra amount of Southern California people this year, which Newport Beach, as we know, John and Lynn live in the beautiful Vista, California, which is a part of uh, Southern California. All right. Next, we had Marty, the sexy Reno, Nevada dancer. Uh, Katie yeah, all it looks, said it was dancer. Yeah. yeah. Katie looked like she wanted him, I think. And she he was very attractive. He's that uh, again, he seemed like that Chippendales kind of vibe to me, which would be yeah. pretty cool. Anything on him, anybody? No, I have been to an Aussie hunk show in Vegas, so maybe I saw him there and I yeah. just don't remember. Well he is pretty young, so that might have been a while. He's younger than you True. Know, so Oh my gosh, was he? Yeah, at least 25 so or 20. Now. Wait, you're 27, right? 27. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <It's awful. laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. And then maybe the villain, Aaron. With that weird oh. scene where he talks about disliking someone for seemingly no reason, but I, I I'm willing to bet there's something they didn't show, which is unusual for The Bachelor. Maybe they wanted to wait and show it next week I to stretch it out. Where is he as, from? As long as they can. I, I didn't write that down. Do you remember him? He like, um, he got, you remember who he was? Who big he, Lips. Oh. Like went okay. to that guy who, was, who got the last lips. rose and we were like, oh, he's definitely going to. And, when, and even when he got the rose... He had this like weird reaction. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He looks like he has anger problems, like typical 
douche. Yeah, we, <laughs> we won't get anyone nearly as bad as Vicky, I'm betting, on this season. Oh, that was God. a train wreck, and no. thank God for that. But it looks like, again, when there's always a villain, even if it's not true, the, be- the producers edit it around to seem like a villain. So who knows if, the, hey, go start a fight with somebody, and we'll keep you on for a few weeks yeah. and pay you off. Who knows what goes on? But it was a weird thing with uh, Cody, I believe. We'll get to him eventually, but it just didn't seem to make any sense. And then we can move on to Hunter, the shorter side. I think he was the 34-year-old from Houston who was worried about not getting yeah. enough time with Katie. I think he had a tattoo sleeve and he uh he ended up getting a rose though so we'll see if we see more about him mm-hmm. there's was, really not much to say on these yeah, he was really nervous he was so nervous yeah so but it looked like in the scenes from the next time he does get a, a chance so we'll see what uh one of the short guys can can pull out an upset then we had brendan the firefighter from toronto oh, who yeah. was attractive besides the odd hair choice i, I yeah. saw <laughs> could have done better there wasn't much um, on him did they kiss he had a he had a big entrance. I remember they slowed it down. They gave him a lot of time okay, so to make his entrance, forward. and he was one of the people they like profiled in the beginning. So I do think he's gonna be a main player, maybe okay. top five. Yeah, and uh, again, a lot of these guys didn't get any screen time, let alone like a well, little so bit. Many. Yeah. So many, and it was focused on Katie and her yeah. journey and Tasha yeah. and introducing, which is, which is fine. Normal. That's why yeah. this episode of Love on the Brand is going to go kind of quick in this body because there really wasn't much to say about it besides Before their they develop the relationships, yeah. right? All right, then we had the best name on the show, the technical recruiter from Florida, Kyle, I think was probably <laughs> the best. There. Again, we didn't... He was cute, he when, was cute when they were giving out the roses. I forgot about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I again, there's just there wasn't much on him outside of no. outside of yet. Yeah, just that he got a rose and he's still around. Mm-hmm. Then there was Gabriel. If you guys remember Gabriel, he was the 35 year old from Charlotte who had like he was walking away from Katie in the beginning and he oh, gave him a little wave. Hug. He turned around. Yeah, the breathing hug. He was the breathing hug. The breather. Yeah. They got got together and tried to breathe, which I love, but not in this setting. Yeah, she was uncomfortable. It was too early. Too too early early for the oxytocin release. Right, Mm -hmm. correct. But a good move. I I love the, yeah, I love the intention, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had that funny thing where she said, I forget what she said, I like him. And he heard, kind of, he turned yeah, around like, oh, and did no, an awkward yeah. wave kind I'm of thing. I'm surprised that she liked him. He got it. Is that what you wrote down? Yeah. Lots of, lots of hair. Lots odd, of hair. Odd hug strategy. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> as, we, as we mentioned, it's very true. And then we had Jeff from Jersey I, City. I was who, wondering if we are going there next. I believe if Lynn said he looked like he'd been in one too many fights in his day. A face that's definitely been punched. Yeah, yeah, We love a good punchable face. A little rough around the edges on that And... Not a good move with the creepy, RV. Creepy, creepy RV bad. scene. It was so oh, obvious he was. She wanted to send him home right on yeah, Saturday. It was I so think. weird. He made that one weird comment about something in the drink, which is never He's like. like even, Don't worry, there's oh, just iced tea, yeah, and then oh, oh, this is the cleanest so you'll ever many. see it. Oh, when he said so that, many don't I was do like, this, dude. What he, are you thinking? He thought he was being authentic and honest, but the problem, his honest and authentic self, was a douchebag. That's the problem. Creepy more than douchebag is fair. Which is really funny. So he's gone. He's Goodbye gone. Jeff. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, RV. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, it that was is. Quick. I, honestly, though, I would love an RV. I should probably maybe I can buy it off of him. I think I would like that life for a year or two. And then maybe the most memorable introduction, Connor, yeah, who I thought cat for sure movie. would cat get suit. yeah, Catman would get the first impression rose as he came out in the cat suit and played it very well. I thought he was oh, like, oh, played the role so perfectly. Great committed Amazing he was puns. scratching at the door he was punning and and katie the nerdy oh. cat girl that she is yeah. seemed a lot she mentioned she him black first nose because of it we talked she got a black nose we said the first kiss change nose like the first kiss was before but this was not even a kiss this was something different yeah, i haven't we seen something like that in the bachelor in a while that cats, was yeah. within meeting him very katie looks like a good kisser something that i remember looking like she looks was, like a very good kisser the, the chemistry was definitely there 
Yeah. Well, a couple of things about him that I think are critical. Uh, a, he's a math teacher. Yes. You wouldn't have expected that. But also, he was the naked ukulele player. When oh, he was them. in the shower playing oh, the ukulele. Right, right, right. Which right. Kyle he's said that's what he would do. Very wide-ranging, well rounded guy. He'll be around for a and while. And he seems a little like bashful and, mm-hmm. and quiet. A little lot of sides. A lot of sides. Yeah, we're yeah. going to get to know Connor, and I think we're going to like what we see. Connor so without a cat suit. There. Can't wait to see him. And an mm-hmm. eighth grade math teacher, too. I get that you get, like you said, that oh, must be so weird to have the students see it. It's a challenging age to teach. Give him a lot of credit. Middle school for me was very, very difficult, and I can't remember acting. Nicely, one he seemed so. to have a good connection with his students too. And the preview that they do, love to see know, that. That was, was like that was, Michelle that was very from last cool. year, okay. almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we had Austin, whose outfit I liked. I think he had like the chain, the gold chain. He was um, a limited night one, though. He didn't get a rose. Yeah, I think he had a potential turtleneck, which we all know I love. Yes, the turtleneck, yes. one day, it's like uh, the turtlenecks have been reduced like by 98% from last season. Yeah. <laughs> the first episode after <laughs> Matt wore one seemingly every single week and looked great in them. Then we had Connor C, who was the failed baseball player. If you guys oh, remember anything okay. about him, I don't. He wasn't the virgin, right? Uh, no, I believe that was Mike. Mike. Okay, we'll get to Mike. Uh, no eventually. baseball player. Yeah, virgin. Was there two baseball players? Maybe. I don't remember another Connor. I, Connor C. I don't remember another Connor. Either. I don't. I haven't written down another Connor. I just wrote down baseball player virgin thirty one. Okay. They introduced Connor was, as um, Connor, the Connor Cat guy as Connor B. Yes. Yeah, so so I, mean, I don't remember Connor C either. Yeah. He didn't make a good impression. On didn't him. make a good impression on John, so I guess we will move on. We'll move on. Then we had David again. I was struggling to remember the things about David. I remember he's a very attractive person of color who who came out pretty strong. I don't remember exactly what it was. But I just wrote down that he came out strong. We didn't get to know too much okay. about him. David, David New Yorker, a oh, little yeah. forgettable. Sure. Anything? And with the, the, the pants are floods. I didn't realize that was a fashion thing. Yeah, so I, pants. I, I have to go buy some short the plan- legged the pants. The pants, but no foot. socks. But no socks. No, but no yeah. socks. I don't. It, I don't like the vibe really. And Keep it, and the ankles think, cool. It'll cool your whole body. I yeah. think I would try them and see how it looks. I, I do like a tight pant, but no bell bottoms. But um, yeah. Then the speaking of people who you know nothing about, Garrett. I don't know. He received a rose, and I he think did. someone Pretty said out loud. Too. Somebody was like, "Who the hell is that?" Guy? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I saw him the whole entire right. show up until he got a rose. Yeah, we don't. Again, a lot of these guys. If it's hard with me, if with women, it's easier to give my opinion on their looks because obviously I'm attracted to them. With guys, they all look the same to me. A lot of time. Like, there's like twenty of the same guy. I gotta yeah. agree. I don't know. Garrett I used to be a lot about the same. I don't think we had anything. Tray? Are we, else are we about getting him. a tray? We'll get to him. Yeah, uh, we had Cody was the next who was the spat oh, with the yes. villain. I'm excited to see what the fight's about. And he was also he the seemed one just with, as confused as we are with the blow up doll. Right. Which oh, is that him? I don't oh, want to yes. kink shame. I don't know if you guys know that term to be like sex positive. I think, I think I could figure it out. <laughs> we don't want to like shame anybody's kinks yeah. what they're into sexually. No. But and that, for me personally, in my own feminine experience, that was creepy that's interesting because even if it was a joke right yeah. which it well, most likely was if you remember season one the vibrator i didn't love that i didn't love the vibrator, on that like the vibrator i think it's similar which i loved thing. yeah but and, and I, I didn't like that's that. a men's way a man's way to i didn't certain... i didn't think it was that funny i thought because he was building it up so much about this intimate this thing and i thought it was a dog, dog. Yeah, and god knows we love a dog the dog was was the play everybody was his play when they didn't see didn't see a uh didn't see an animal i think but he yeah, he was the one that got the brunt of Aaron's. Yeah, I don't, I just just don't like you, man. He are. was like, I don't even understand. He's like, what is it happening? It really made Maybe me they think. they both dated the same dog. I think 
Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I think they might have known each other because so many people were from the same place. Southern I California. wonder if they knew each other and for some reason. That's had... what my instinct was, but then, well, I think but we'll then find Cody's out reaction later. was like, what is he talking about? Unless Cody's playing I dumb. I think Cody might be playing dumb. Ooh, interesting thought. Interesting. Then we had Justin Bobby uh, yeah. eliminated night one because I heard he refused all the garlic dishes and wasn't seen at any point in the sunlight. <laughs> ah. <laughs> he was just didn't get any screen he, time. He requested a coffin for his bed. Yeah, he went to sleep upside down. It was very odd. So they had sent him out night send one. Sent him out. Uh, I'm sure a lot of women would be very attracted that to that. Brandon, that was Brandon and no I hate the name Brandon. All right. No Brandon's listening no anymore. Brandon. Please stop listening if your name is Brandon. <laughs> Then Mike P, as we said, somebody said he's a virgin. I didn't have that written no, down. Maybe Connor next to C Mike. was the virgin baseball player. Mike is the gym owner, and he came out with how you doing. Yeah. A gym owner from San Diego. Yes. He's yeah. He again well, bad the, hair. Cute was a little bad too hair. tight. Okay, is that that makes sense. Was a little too tight. He's got to show owner. off the gym body. Yep, yep. Can't get too mad at him for that, I suppose. And I figured out who the thin head is. Who's thin head? Courtney. Okay, we'll get to Thinhead in a second. We got the next. We had Michael A. from oh, Akron, no. who's a bit older. At th- oh. oh wait, this guy might be the version. <laughs> We're gonna find out by the oh, next episode who the version is. Well, he, gave I the, him being he gave 36. the no, no, no. He gave the gift watch, and it was a prank. He's from Akron. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the guy at Connor C., the baseball player, I wrote I, for some reason it didn't. I'm, he, I'm going. The virgin Mike from San Diego is doing squats. Uh, <laughs> Reading the Bible, no sex. All right, okay, we'll, we'll figure it out. Next week, we'll we'll confirm. Next week, we'll confirm. Go ahead. But right. Yeah, he was the guy who gave like the watch and said, This is passed down to my family, but I was like, No, I just bought it there for him. Not, which I not a terrible that. joke. Yeah, 36 joke. years old. Oh, he has a son. He's the one with the son. Yes. yes. I'm completely so not a virgin. way off from the virgin. <laughs> There's no chance that the man, unless, you know, some kind of I weird think he's friendly sweet. fire. I think they'll have a connection, but it won't be the, the real thing. Yeah, he didn't. I just remember thinking he didn't have a chance, but then he got a rose, so I'm not Katie, I guess. And then, as Jamie wanted, to get to Trey, the handsome man from Georgia. What are your thoughts on Trey? I know he was in the ball pit. That was a cute moment, talking and drinking wine in the ball pit at one point. I thought he was very playful. Playful. And, and she <laughs> she seemed to go along with it, especially in the ball pit when they were sitting yeah, there. Yeah, she's very of, playful. I can was, see her wanting someone else yeah. who's playful. Like, but I almost felt this energy of like... Uh, Almost like a friend, kind of like, yeah. a, be- Could be. like a best friend, Good like point. you know, kind of poking each other and yep. just being goofy. Um, Can he get out of the friend zone? Yeah. Can he? What do you think? He so? was sensitive, so I like that. He was. Well, what I loved was he talked a lot about his mom and dad, um, but I don't know if that goes with Caitlin has a different background. Um, Katie has a different background. Um, but he talked about when he'd come home from school, his mom would ask him to talk about his feelings. So he's obviously a sensitive guy. That's yes. a wonderful trait. But will she be able to handle something like that? Great work, John. Absolutely. That's a that's a really big point in, in this season and the seasons prior. It seems to be you have to be able to be vulnerable and talk about your feelings. And yep. having a mom come home and ask you that and, and, and also being a teenager and willing to respond shows some pretty cool absolutely. vibe setting up for the future. Uh, then we had Courtney, odd-looking yet attractive fellow from Texas. I believe at one point Dad said, Courtney from Venus. <laughs> he did have a bit yes. of an extraterrestrial look. Yeah, which is thin cool. Head. I'm sure they still get down. Beavis and Butthead vibes. This is representing the UFOs. <laughs> yeah, this is very, I guess, a uh, good time for him to come out on the show finally and reveal. What if it was on The Bachelor? We, we all found out that there are the aliens. aliens? That, that would be a good way to do it. I don't yeah. know. No, a, I would funny, a funny way as an alien to... Yeah, I bet you that's something they look down and look at us and like, this is what they watch. Like, what is going on? This is a bunch of malarkey. 
No, just the opposite. They're probably riveted. Yeah, it also could be true, John. I, we have no idea. Fascinating specimen. Yeah, this is interesting, fellows, these ones. All right, woo! Last one. Finally, Thomas, the tall, attractive, oh. sweating man who was first out of the limo first from guy. San Diego. Very attractive man. Very Can, much my type in like high school and college. Jamie's type, but in, in high school and college. But I think that like the opposite of Katie's type, my first instinct is yeah. that he's got no chance with a playful, fun girl like Katie who's open and honest. But he's tall. He was into her. Definitely nervous. Mm-hmm. Seemed genuine. Yeah. I, I'm mm-hmm. excited to see more of him when he, the nerves wear off a little bit. Oof. All right. Anything on Thomas, Dad? Are we moving on here? I'm excited to see him when the sweat wears off a little bit. Yeah. Do you but guys... he named it. I love that. And he's like, oh, man. Yes, yeah, so you have to name it. It's so again, nervous. we're all about the openness. And yeah. and I was wondering, are you guys think you'll continue to watch this season in yeah. California? Or are you not sure? I, I am secretive. Okay. Going to yes. Watch. Okay, great, great, great. Yes. I would in. love to, you know, stay in touch with you guys as well and talk about it as sure. well. Sure. Yeah. And we can always get phone ins to the, anytime you guys want phone ins to the podcast, no matter what. Are oh, you in, John? Well, it, it depends if we get asked back. You know, I, I, I gotta know. tell it's you too. Like, I my least favorite is the first episode. It's just too yeah, much. There's you nothing going on. Like meet anybody. I like when they start getting into the dates. You really start to get to know the people and see the connections. I do. How strong. I like to see how the men compete with each other. Yeah. I like to see a couple episodes in. It probably my favorite. Like two yeah. or three in. Yeah. Usually when it gets when it gets really going, as we've said a couple times. Yeah, and I am a hopeless romantic, so maybe I'll get caught up. In like it. father, so, like son. There's no doubt where I get it from. And. Uh, all right, that's a lot of men. I was uh, much better at remembering the names of the women, like I said, from The Bachelor and the ba- Bachelorette. But my favorite part of the episode was probably when they were all playing hockey together. Yep. Uh, I do, like I've said over and over, I want the vibe this year to be fun and relaxed like Katie is. But alas, as in every season, I'm sure the vibe will come to a screeching halt soon. But uh, the hockey was really cool. She had a guy's jacket on. Yeah. It seemed very cold out there in New Mexico, which is a new place. That, I love uh, that look with the, with the nice dress and, and me a too. jacket There's on something top. very Ooh. attractive about that, too. And then playing hockey, of course, you love a girl who can handle a stick, right? That was the, that, <laughs> Christ. That was the scene where I was like, oh, man, if I were in that position, that would feel so weird. Like all these, yeah, these guys men trying watching to fight for attention me for do you. this thing and flirt and, and I have to be cute. Gonna, and, you know. and are they going to really play or are they going to step aside and let the ball go through? Yeah, and it just... Yeah. I, I they gonna, you know, let me win just because I'm a girl? Did you that guys have favorite me. moments of the episode? <laughs> favorite moments? <laughs> oh, oh, did you do that? Did you let her win because she was a girl? Is that why you're laughing? Uh, no, I just know uh, Lynn, and she, that is not the way to win over Lynn. <laughs> just the opposite. You, gotta oh, you better play hard. Like that, you, better you better play try. hard. You better play real. But, the then, but then you do have to let her win at the end. Otherwise, you know. Oh, she, that's she, not true. <laughs> oh, here we go. All right, here we go. Jamie and Kyle's first couple's with our parents here. That'd be funny. Any, uh, but anything else that stuck out about the episode, your favorite part, or anything like that? Oh, though, like, like you know, Connor, the the cat was just it was amazing. It was funny. It, it wasn't just like the initial impression, but just it was the continued. Yeah. The continued and, and the the licking yeah. of the, the yeah, back after of the he took his hair, after he took his costume. He really committed. It was a big commitment. Great job to Connor C. He was great. I like the girls, the supporting girls that were That's in the window favorite. watching yep. and you know having their own commentary and then having her and like, Katie be able to turn around and give them thumbs you know, up. And, yeah, yeah. I, I like that she felt connected and wasn't standing there. I couldn't imagine doing that standing there alone. And yeah. alone, totally having alone. freaking Chris Harrison come out and be like, "So, Katie, what do you think of the men so yeah, far?" Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. And right. not having that connection. Where that you was feel that's like honestly my favorite part as well. Jamie's favorite part as well, and I mm-hmm. and I agree with you guys. Tasha and Caitlin, great picks as we've said a couple times. They seem down to earth. They seem like they really like Katie and want the best for her. They know exactly what she's going through, and I'm really glad that they're the new hosts going forward. I think it was a really good choice. 
All right, before our last segment, let's get into our top three this week. And we'll just do our top three for us. We don't really know the guys, like I've said a million times for Katie yet. So it's essentially three best looking mixed in with like, you know, the different little things that we've seen. I will go first. I said in this in this order, Connor B., Cat. Greg and Trey. Okay, three solid choices. So Connor B is the cat, and then Greg, we got the first impression of Rose, so Katie agrees with you. And then Trey, as we said, the playful guy who matched Katie's energy in the ball pit with the glass of wine. And I'll be very, very boring. I, the exact same thing as that, exactly. Well, so, that happened with me and Jamie Lynn, last year. Would you like year. to get together? Right. Will you accept this rose for our next podcast? I will podcast take that together? rose. All right, yes, Thank very you. cute. <laughs> okay, great. So same thing. Cat guy, as you said, very confident, just played it well. And then a good-looking guy from Edison, who we have, we know we love a Jersey boy with heart. And then Trey in the ball pit. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Jamie? Can I give you four? Absolutely not. <laughs> really? No order. But for me, Trey, Thomas, Christian, and Connor B. Okay, so Connor Tom, B and Trey are all, are all over for so all three far, of you. And Thomas was the first one out of the limo. And Christian is the Boston boy. Okay, Boston boy. And then what was the other one? You had four. So. Trey and Connor. Trey, oh, well. Trey and Connor. Okay, right, right. So Boston boy and then the good-looking tall gentleman who uh, was sweating like a sweating bullets in there. Yeah. All right. And there's no one that really stood out to me. I got out of a hard time. It was <laughs> a lot easier for me with the women for them to stand out, obviously. So uh, I think because I want to be with Katie and I like her a lot, I think I'm going to skip this week and hope they all crash and burn and Katie remains single. There you go. <laughs> all right. Any last uh, thoughts or words on the episode before our final segment? Thank you for letting us be with you yes. guys. Thank you. It's, it's, it's an honor. Hope you had fun. I look hope forward to calling fun. in. Yes, we're not we'll too far minutes. away from our next episode either no, on gonna, Monday. Yeah, we're, this one will be released probably Monday, the day of the next episode this happens. When I mean, we're on vacation, we still found time to do it and put it out. So I hope our fans can stick with us and be patient with us as we yeah, get back I'd from say vacation listeners, back into our groove. If you're still listening through to this point and you haven't watched the first episode, it's not too late. You know, once we get into the fifth, sixth, it might be a lot to catch up, but give it a try. Like Dad and Lynn said, they weren't sure. They thought it would be kind of hoaxy and not like I, real, I but you the, could, I think it is more approachable than people think if yeah. you've never actually seen it. I said the first uh, season in Love and the Brain, I was like, this is the most garbage thing, terrible for your brain, blah, this and that. And by the end of watching it years and years and years ago with Jamie and her friends making fun of it, I was like, no, you know what? This is actually kind of entertaining show. You can't have uh, too many things uh, like this in your life because your brain will go to, it will rock yeah. the shit. But everybody needs a little, you know, vice, a little, you know, recharge, a little kind yeah. of thing to have in their life that reminds you that, hey, come on, life's not so serious all of the time balance is what i like to say and my family's sick of hearing me say balance hey on this i vacation. like the reminder so i think it's also good because there's a way to connect some of whatever everybody's going through to yourself that's what you that's it's what a, great it's tv a, does it, it is a good picture of the collective unconscious man yeah. and like yeah. what's going on like obviously we're watching it and it's playing out for a reason it, it does give you some sense of how you show up in relationship or what you would do in that scenario. And this is one of the highest rated TV shows in the country. So as much as we don't love the concept, don't like it, this is a good way to take the pulse of America, as, as Jamie said. And at least the pulse of a middle-aged white woman drinking too much wine. But yep. either way, uh, either way, we will be back with Email the Quails in just one minute. Stay right here. You've got mail. Email the Quails. <laughs> You've got mail. 
right back with the third and final segment, everybody's favorite segment, Email the Quails, where therapists and unemployed comedians give advice that they probably don't have the uh, ability to give, but we love doing it anyways <laughs> as people. And I think we do pretty well anyway. So here we go. All right. Our first email, the quail, comes from an email from last season we didn't get to and is appropriate for this episode of Love on the Brain. It comes from a Farah in Ohio, mm. and she writes, Hey, Love on the Brain crew. Love the show so far. I had a question I was hoping to pick your minds on. I got married to my husband about 18 months ago, and I'm starting to panic. Although he's a great man and I loved him with all my heart at the time, I'm feeling like marriage isn't running smoothly. I got married early, and I'm only 23 now, and having doubts and feeling like I should divorce, but I'm afraid of what my friends and family might say. I know this is a heavy topic, but it's consuming my life right now, and he doesn't even know I'm having these thoughts and don't want to bring them up just yet, but I might have to soon. Any thoughts in advance? Any th- any thoughts or advice? Thanks. Woof. All right, that's pretty heavy for us. That's I, very heavy. That's very difficult subject because we normal for me. <laughs> yeah, Jamie's been uh, around Are the block with this with kids. Therapy. Well, that's always the answer that we enjoy. Yeah, I want to hear their thoughts before we give yeah. our run of the mill response. Yeah. So, what do you guys think? Twenty three. Obviously, she got married at twenty one. That's incredibly young. Eighteen months, and it seems like. She, she wouldn't email this unless she really felt it for a few months now, yeah. right? This isn't a, a, a single thought. You can feel the tension in the In, in the yeah. words, absolutely. So what would you guys say? I mean, Lynn is a, uh, you know, what do you do, Lynn? Well, <laughs> number one, relationships are hard. So oh, yeah. even if you are really, you really, really love somebody, being in a relationship is a lot of work. No matter and what. it never comes easy. So I would, and, and, and not all of us have the tools in our our toolbox to handle all these things that come up. So the way you get those is experience and going to therapy. And I just think, you know, having your own person to talk things out with who's going to be nonpartisan and just kind of help you work it out might be the best way to start rather than allow your brain to go to, oh, this isn't working, just flip the switch and get rid of it. Yeah, I mean, we're a disposable society, you know, something doesn't work, we throw it away. Um, and I just think it's time to maybe give it a little bit of extra work on your part. John? Uh, yeah, I'm going to echo that to a certain degree. Because relationship, just like life, it, things there's ups, there's downs, there's twists, there's turns. And But is this the person you want to take all those ups and downs and twists and turns with? So you, you, you may be, you know, may, I, don't know, I don't know the certain details and what her concerns are, but is you take a breath, marriage is a long haul, and this isn't going to be the only time you feel this way yeah. potentially too. So, but so you have five or six marriages, you know, or you just you pick somebody and you work through it and see if you can evolve together. So, my advice to her would be to hang, take a breath, hang in there, uh, talk to a therapist, talk to a close friend, uh, and of course, you know, talk to your husband and just you know check in about the relationship, uh, come to some common ground. Maybe there's areas of improvement on both parts, and and just try to keep it going. Or, or as uh, Lynn used to say when we when we were first dating and we're not sure where things were going, she would say, "Why would we ever break up?" <laughs> which we ch- we which we'd laugh about, but it really I think it was Lynn's way of saying, you know, this is a relationship. There's ups and downs, twists and turns. Let's just keep working through it and work together. Yeah, it can be really hard. Again, she's so young, 21, to make yep. that decision to get married. So obviously, I think Jamie will echo this. The most important thing is you have to be honest. You have to talk to your husband. You can't. I, that, that's the part that worried me that she didn't talk to her husband about it yet. And she's talking to random people. Although, thank you for the email. And so I yeah. think the most important thing is the open communication and seek a couples therapist, and, the, and then you'll find out. And don't feel pressure to stay in the relationship either. 
Like, I know we don't like how our divorce rate is so high, but you're so young, you don't have to stay anything. Because you, won't, you don't want to stay in it because uh, of your, what your parents might yeah. think or what your family might think. That's what I don't like either. You don't want to do that. You can divorce and it could be okay. It's all, it's all right to, to do that. You still have a whole life ahead of you. I don't care how old you are. It's, it's always all right. Yeah, I mean, I guess on the realm of, you know, giving some advice, something that my partner and I do that we actually got away from and I could tell it did, you know, put, you know, shift our relationship and we're actually making a point to go back to it is monthly, the day we met on our anniversary on the 11th, we are going to go out on a date and talk about our relationship and talk about what's been feeling good, if we have any withholds, things we haven't said in the last month that maybe we want to air out now and kind of coming together in an activity that we both love, which is eating food and having that experience and coming at it from, this is the intention for us to sit, have this time to talk about our relationship. It takes the pressure off a big conversation I need to have. Yeah. And I don't know, like it's, it can be really, I, gosh, it's hard for me to bring up my qualms in a relationship. It can be really scary. And so to have this time set aside for that can feel like the, the pressure's off a little bit. And if that doesn't work, and because therapy might not be accessible or might seem like too far of a stretch, then I would say you try having someone else help you with that. Yeah. Um, I know it might be really hard to hurt him by saying that your true thoughts, but you're only hurting him by withholding your true yes. thoughts more. So yes. the best thing to do is And to, he might be feeling similarly or it yeah, might be the no thing idea. that he's like, oh my gosh, I've been feeling that way too. And it, How can, do we, it can connect you more than you actually think. And for me, children is a big thing. So it doesn't sound like you guys have any children. I know we care a lot about parenting and it's even more reason why it's possible yeah. to break up. I know it's like when you do this wedding, we talked about the wedding, it's celebration, this vibe. It's so great. You can take that. We talked about that. You can take that for what it was and it was amazing and move on if that's what you both decide to do after months of reflecting and honesty and therapy. That's what I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We all we Absolutely. All wrap it up pretty good. I think that was a pretty good conglomeration of uh, ideas. Yeah. yeah. Great job. We're the, the perfect family. <laughs> we all have right. perfect relationships. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I want to give a, a big thanks to Lynn and John for yeah, hosting this Kate May vacation. Thank you for having us. And for joining us on episode one of Katie's season. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, thanks a lot. Again, I already asked for last words. Any last thing after this segment or anything else that somebody wants to say that they didn't get off their chest maybe? Maybe you're hungry for lunch. Maybe you want to go somewhere to <laughs> do some laundry. Definitely hungry for lunch. Feels good to be back. Season. I'm really excited for this season. Oh, yeah. We're going to be back. We're going to have more fun. It's still going to be less intense conversation, social <laughs> justice stuff. And uh, mm. I hope we have a good time. And I hope you stick with us. Absolutely. I will. All right. See you all next week as we get deeper into it. Remember to follow us on Spotify and email us at lovinthebrainwiththequails at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or desires. See you next week. Mm.